Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. Mike Clevenger just tossed the second complete game of his career. Let's discuss on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5 on Tuesday, September 19th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's talk about some of these pitchers that we started in the two-star week. We'll begin things with Mike Clevenger, who turned in the second complete game of his career, the first since April 21st of 2018. He allowed six hits, one run, seven strikeouts to zero walks. And he's at the Red Sox this weekend, and he's home against the Padres, Scott. What did you see here from uh-huh. Mike Clevenger? I mean, it was another great start. Fourth and five. That wasn't just good, but great. If you look at the game log for Clevenger, so the first of those starts, one hit, 10 strikeouts in seven innings. Then he had a seven shutout innings, only three hits allowed. Then he had two earned runs, seven strikeouts in six innings. And then this complete game effort, four great starts in five. Now, the other one was an eight-run, 12-hit disaster. So we can't just gloss over that. But, I mean, in the four starts that were great, 16% swinging strike rate, it's not like he just got lucky and prevented, you know, just by happenstance, runners were prevented from scoring, which, you know, we've seen for stretches from other pitchers who we don't think of as particularly good. Clevenger seems to have pitched well apart from that one blip at Detroit. So, you know, if it's a daily lineup league at Boston, kind of depends what you need, I guess, whether or not you start him. But I think it's at least in the discussion in a way that I would have been skeptical of prior to this start. Two other pitchers that pitched well on Monday. Brian Wu turned in another solid start at the Oakland A's. Five shutout innings with six strikeouts there. Edward Cabrera, was also solid against the Mets. Five and a third innings, one run allowed, only one walk. That's key for Edward Cabrera. Four strikeouts in that one. Uh, Cabrera is home against the Brewers this weekend and then at the Pirates in the final week. Brian Wu is at the Rangers this weekend and then home against the Rangers in the final week. Don't like that as much, Scotty. Yeah, now you like Edward Cabrera's matchups a lot more than Wu's, and I think. Cabrera is more usable as a result. More downside, probably because of the the control issues that come and go for him. It was previous start. He had six walks, or his previous outing, I should say. He was following an opener. Six walks, only one hit allowed. So he got away with it. But uh, big strikeout potential for Edward Cabrera and great matchup. So I prefer him to Brian Wu going forward. But Wu has had a fine rookie showing here and in an unconventional way because he basically just throws fastballs, three variations of fastball, four-seamer, two-seamer. He threw those two a combined 80% of the time in the start at Oakland. Uh, he has a cutter that he also uses. You, you mentioned this on the, the full-length podcast, Frank. It's it's a similar approach to the one we've seen Lance Lynn use over the years. And 
you know, I know it's been a disappointing year for Lance Lynn, so maybe that's not doesn't seem like a flattering comparison for Brian Wu. But Lance Lynn's had a very successful career, so I think uh, I think Wu would certainly take Lynn's career if if uh, if he can continue to thrive with this approach. Any utility for these three pitchers over the uh, final couple weeks of the season? John Means actually had a solid start, and he's at the Guardians this weekend. He's home against the Red Sox in the final week. Carter Crawford is home against the White Sox this weekend. He's at the Orioles in the final week. And then Cal Quantrill had another uh, solid start here. He's home against the Orioles this weekend and then at the Tigers in the final week of the season. Anything on those three? Uh, I understand the temptation with that Tigers matchup next week for Quantrill, but... He's just so combustible, doesn't miss many bats. And, you know, I know John Means' next matchup at Cleveland looks good, but he has one strikeout in five innings, each of his two starts back from Tommy John surgery. And I just don't think, I, I just don't think I can put my faith in that. I, I you know, just, it, I could see it going wrong given that he's not missing bats the way we're used to seeing John Means do that. All right, two final pitchers here. Connor Phillips, the pitching prospect with the Reds, picked up the first win and quality start of his career. And uh, he is home against the Pirates this weekend. He's at the Cardinals in the final week. And Jose Buto with the Mets uh, turned in. Now has three strong starts in a row. He's at the Phillies this weekend, home against the Phillies in the final week. Maybe more so for deeper league, Scott, but anything on uh, Connor Phillips and Jose Buto? Phillips has potential. I mean, he had a ton of strikeouts in the minors this year. He throws hard. Uh, had just one swinging strike in his previous start and has some significant control issues. So I, I think as good as he looked here on a, on Monday, it's too much of an isolated event to trust in Connor Phillips in fantasy. Jose Budo, yeah, three good starts in a row, but this was a non-prospect being called up uh, despite having a 593 ERA, 163 whip, and 8.1 K per nine at AAA. I don't know. I don't know how it's gone well for Jose Budo, but I don't see a path for it continuing. Uh, and, and yeah, the matchups, the two starts against the Phillies to close out the season aren't, aren't so favorable for Budo either. Lastly, I'll just wrap up here with some, I guess we could call this bad news. It's really surprising news is, is I guess what we should say. Manny Machado likely will require surgery on his uh, ailing right elbow and could undergo the procedure even before the season comes to a close. Apparently he's been playing through something called tennis elbow and uh, sounds like he's going to need six to seven months to recover from surgery. Uh, and he's actually been dealing with this kind of off and on dating back to May of last year. So it's interesting timing, um, and we'll see what happens here in the offseason and surgery with Manny Machado. It, it might, it might kind of explain his underwhelming performance this year. He hasn't been terrible, but he hasn't been up to Manny Machado's usual standards. Yeah, that's certainly true. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.